Quiet, please. It is time to listen. A sexy and hysterical genius is about to speak. This is unwavering. Toxic masculinity from the dude's den. And here we go. Wednesday night, finally. I have been trying to do this for like a week. And let me tell you a little bit about our guest today and kind of how we uh, got to where we are, okay? So for about a week now, I've been trying to, to, to get this uh, young lady on. Uh, you know, sometimes with schedules and things going on, it's, uh, it's tough. Um, you know, she does work a day job. And then obviously, uh, uh, after that work, uh, she goes home and she does private work for her boss. So uh, I know sometimes he's pretty, you know, adamant about stuff. But uh, I appreciate you coming on finally. I know it's been a while. Ladies and gentlemen, my wife, Mary Meredith. It's just me. Oh, you're clapping too now. Did you just call yourself my boss? I kind of did, yeah. No. I didn't know if you caught that. I did. You called it, of course. So how have you been? So why don't you take a second? Why don't you take a second and just tell uh, everyone about the kind of weird news you got today? I think it's interesting. Uh, I think it's a very unique thing I've never heard of, and it's 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 a very intriguing situation. But go ahead. Well, it's a lot of it's a lot of ifs and unknowns still. Right. I still have a lot of tests to do, potentially. So. Right, but. Well. You're just <laughs> I don't even remember the name of. of the oh, okay. Um, are, are you pulling it up? Yeah. I'll, I'll okay. It, yeah. I'll pull it up. But okay. Well, well, so so let me let me just say, well, while you're pulling it up, she goes to the eye doctor. Yeah, you can talk about my pressure. My pressures are high. Okay, so uh, I mean, First if you all, were married to me, your pressure'd be high too. And we don't mean the bad about, pressure. Yeah. We mean, I mean, I am you know five foot four of twisted steel and sex appeal. You can imagine how hard it is for her to even sit in the same room with me constantly. So that you makes, know that. So that does make my blood pressure high. So I take blood pressure medicine just for that. Right. For the bull crap or the actual both. exuding it's sexiness a, it's a combination. Okay. It's, it's a combination of, of both. Okay. So you go to the eye doctor today, which is a, a dear, a dear uh, old friend of ours. Yes. Right, Dr. Scott Hicks at 2020 Eye Care, Coastal. And... He's not my friend anymore. <laughs> no. Oh, that's that's cold. But no, no. Um, well, my pressures are high, which I, I do have a family history of glaucoma. Mm-hmm. So, but we're going to recheck it in a couple months. Okay. But also, my optic nerves are elevated. Okay. Which means that I could have a pseudo tumor caused by cranial pressure. Right. Apparently, I didn't know this was a thing either. Yeah, right. So I, it's something I never heard. So uh, obviously, we Google I, it. Which you know, if you yeah. if you have a knee pain and you Google it, Google's like you got knee cancer. You need to amputate at the ankle. I mean, yes. that. But it's go a, ahead. A pseudo tumor. Yeah. Um. What else? It was inter, inter- Oh, cranial. I thought you were reading. Okay. Well, it's a, a idiopathic intracranial hypertension so i'm just got hypertension from head to toe let's just so i I guess so correct me if i'm wrong in layman's terms what i read is it shows signs shows like signs and symptoms of a tumor without the tumor present right just from the pressure the pressure push on your nerve like a tumor would right and so that's a very just imagine hearing that like hey you got 
a phantom tumor. That's basically kind of what it is. Which is weird because I've had an actual because tumor. I was about to yeah. say from someone that's genuinely had a brain yeah. tumor and had brain surgery. Now it's like, well, damn. I, yeah. It's because not it's not good enough that I had a real one. Now i got a fake one, but that, that all the pressure and stuff comes with it. Right. And when I had that one removed back in 99... I had it removed for two reasons. One, because we wanted to have kids. They said I needed to remove it. That's right. But also because it could press on your optic nerve. That, uh, that's right. I remember that. And cause you to go blood. And so I'm like, so now I have one that's not really there that could be doing that potentially. We'll see. I don't know. But it, the, I, I may have to do a spinal tap, he said, which does not sound fun. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not down with this idea. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. So anytime you hear the term spinal tap, if we're not talking about the movie, when you hear that, I've never seen that. It just doesn't sound fun, right? Now I don't know. Again, I ain't re- I'm not going to research it right now. I'm not going to do it. But you know, you, you, I may research it, and it's like, oh man, it's like having cupcakes at the dog park or something. I don't know. I doubt I, it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought that was weird. So uh, when I heard that today, so. I haven't even told anybody at work either. Like so, uh, yeah, we yeah, just threw here, it all out there. Yeah, here's the big announcement. Yeah, I mean, so uh, I, don't, I mean, well, yeah, it's a unique situation yes, that we may I'm be gonna, dealing I'm with. Go back so. in um, July, right? The, the end of July. Uh, okay. Go see Scotty. We're gonna recheck my pressures and we'll go from there. Yeah. We'll so I may have to go and, see somebody else. And obviously, uh, you know, this is gonna sound to some people stupid, but genuine. Uh, no different than I would be a friend or a loved one, you know, other than you. Obviously, uh, we're people of faith, and we're going to be praying together, and we're going to be, you just, you know, God will, I mean, he's got it, and I have no doubt, and we'll do whatever it takes to to make sure that uh, you get taken care of. But I just thought, what a great way to start off the show, just tell people. Uh, All my business. Yeah, and I didn't even tell you that I was going to no, ask you to talk to you should yeah, so. Not. so uh you're welcome. Hey, so uh, I wanted to I wanted to get into something here uh, just right off the bat. I figured, why wait? Let's just jump right into it. Okay. There's a show, um, Justified. Obviously, you know it. Raylan used this line when he's in the when he's in the limo with uh, with uh, Sammy Tonin or or whatever his name was. He says, uh, "You know, there's no sense in delaying the unpleasant. The only way to get through it's get to it." And that's a very true, you know, it's a very true statement. You might as well don't delay things that, you know, may get negative answers. Just I'd say you already lived <laughs> your life that way before you ever heard that. That's that's true. Uh, but so there's a podcast out there. It's a YouTube cast podcast. Uh, and I cannot remember the, the young man's name that started and hosted. I, I, the guy's phenomenal. But it's called the Whatever Podcast. Okay. And what they, you, you haven't seen it, right? Mm-hmm. So what it would be is like this side of the panel is, uh, you know, the host and then a co-host. The co-host is usually a guest co-host, right? But this side is, again, the host, the guest co-host, and another guest or two that align a certain way, equally. And then on the other side, it may be three, four, five, eight. Like, I have genuinely seen Six or eight people on that side. I've seen three on this side, eight on that side. And usually it's young women. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's a quote unquote dating podcast, but it talks a lot about 
a lot about not just dating per se in the act of dating, but what men want out of women, what women want out of men, uh, you know, what men need to just grow up and deal with, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, and, and it seems I'm not making this up. It, it's the, the proofs in the pudding, but it seems that there's this term now that everyone's using and it's called body count. That's what they're saying. Well, like that, which yeah. sounds like, like Iceman Kaczynski murdering people or something. But what it is, is it, it's like, it's how many people you've slept with, you know? Right. And so there's this guy and he's saying, you know, um, obviously if I, if I meet a, um, if I meet a woman and she's a young woman and she's attractive and so, so, so forth. And, um, and you know, she just out of nowhere walks up to me, you know, we're visiting talking. I mean, not walks up to me, but out of nowhere we're visiting talking and she says, yeah. And by the way, don't ask me about my body count. It's none of your effing business. I do what I want to do, et cetera, et cetera. He's like, the date's over. It's yeah. over. Like yeah. that, that's not, that's a red flag. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because, you know, necessarily that means, you know, I've slept with the entire offensive line of, you know. Maybe she lost count and she doesn't even know what it is. Uh, right? Or what that is. But tell me this. You've been married 26 years to a fine, fine man. Right. So I'm really, I'm really, I'm really bad for this conversation. Well, no, no. Then, well, no it, but it's another side of it. Yeah, See, I'm just, okay. I'm kind of setting the tone for what the yeah. podcast was about. Yeah. So you've been married 26 years. So dating and thing, and I will say that although you haven't dated, I haven't dated, of course, I do think that we, we are very good about, I hate to use this term, but courting, dating each other still mm-hmm. in our marriage. What would you say today to a young person that was about to get married, if you could give them one piece of advice about being a good wife, not about what to make sure your man does this for you, that, but if, if you love this man and you want to be a good wife, here's one piece of advice to follow. You know, what do you know what that piece of advice would be? Gosh, I'm the world's worst advice giver. (laughs) So young ladies (laughs) out there, don't don't ask Mary. She no, has no idea. I, she, although she's been married twenty six years, I, I know. she's done something right. Well, maybe I should. She thought it's you then. Like, uh, what, uh, what would I say? Um, well, I just mean you're you're saying that I've done things right. So wouldn't that be no, something for you uh, to observe uh, and point out or specifically yeah, but, say uh, things? That no, you feel no. Like I have? want you to tell a a young woman. This is if if I that your opinion is if you. Or this kind of wife, or you do this. Like, this one piece of advice will not fail you in making sure that your man is happy and content. He loves you, and he, you know, so that that's going to get it. But if you need to think a second, and you want to throw that question back at me, like, what advice would I give a young person? I, I, I immediately knew the minute. Well, I, I can think of... I know what I've probably said the most to other young people who we've talked about issues that they have had going on. Okay. And that would be to pick your battles. I can't, I can't stress that enough. Quit sweating the small stuff because I feel like so many, and it doesn't have to be young necessarily. I'm not picking on young. Oh, no, right. I get that. But we've talked about, you know, I've spoken with some young ladies about their relationships and marriage and, Mm -hmm. and it's always a, you know, 
pick your battles and you're you're just you're making a mountain out of a molehill or mm-hmm. and, and i'm assuming what you're saying and i don't want to put words in your mouth but i'm assuming what you're saying is some things are worth diving into and breaking down and right. figure out what the what, what's going on but some things it doesn't matter no, no. yeah you know, i mean and that's kind of what you say and to have a more open um more open communication mm-hmm. one one thing i'll say uh, yeah no no go no no go ahead i'm sorry well no, no I was keep going. Say, My bad. Uh, whether whether it be the small things or the you know larger things uh, yeah sometimes small things turn into big things for no reason but, oh, oh no, so i agree 100 percent. you know there could be a crumb on the floor and you get so wrapped up with how did it get there you did it well you didn't see it you walked over it that before you know it's a sandwich in 20 minutes and it's like how, how did we get here and we've had a court session about it right right so uh the, I think, most important piece of advice I could ever give a, a, a young man that, that I like, hey, I believe if you do this, you're going to wow your wife as a husband. You're going to make her every day thankful. And obviously that's, you know, far-fetched because someday you could be this way every day, but some days you're going to, we're going to screw up and you're going to light us on fire and all that. But it would be, that I'm convinced that if you show a woman, not necessarily by words, mm-hmm. but if you show a woman mm-hmm. the leader that you can be by not saying, you know, hey, I'm the man, I'm the leader, because that, that's very turnoffish for anybody doing that. Right. Actions speak louder than words. There anyway. you go. And and that means, this may sound so stupid, but I mean this, do things around the house. Fix the window. Fix the curtain for uh, uh, the the Put the knobs on the drawers. Um, change the toilet paper holder. Um, I mean, you know you know what I'm saying, right? Uh, 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 the drawer, the the... The doorknob, you know, the doorknob's been loose, you know. Don't, take the initiative to do things that make her say, uh, look, I mean, this this guy, I mean, and it, and it sounds so stupid, but it's not. I because I think, I think a wife, a good wife wants to see a husband that takes initiative. That's what it's about. It's not about the chores. It's about taking initiative. Because if you're not going to take initiative for that, you're not going to take initiative to to uh, do better professionally, to do better spiritually, to uh, to invest time in actually being a husband. Things start. It starts at home. Right, one hundred percent. It starts with showing you have initiative. Maybe a light, maybe hanging a light over a vanity. Yeah, stuff like that. Stuff like that. It shows initiative. It shows that, hey, I I am willing to do the work to make sure I'm doing my part because it's going to transfer uh, to the emotional side. It's going to transfer to your professional life. It's going to transfer to your uh, your 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 private time with your wife. Your your uh, your out in public social time. Your date nights. All that. It's going to transfer all that. And I can't say enough. Uh, now, I, another piece of advice I would give that some people would totally disagree with because it's toxic and it's, you know the whole toxic masculinity thing, which I agree with Jordan Peterson. It's an appalling phrase. It's dumb. It's ridiculous. And but be a man. 
Now, I, I'm going to say that, and people, you know, well, I don't need, I don't need some brute masculine. Yes, you do. Not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that at you, but you do. You need someone, uh, a, a, a woman can say whatever they want to say. You want a man that, again, not with words, but just by actions, the way he holds your hand, the way he looks at you, the way he assesses when there's something going on in public that he doesn't want you to get mixed up in, you know, or something, uh, that you never have to worry about him defending your honor because that man, at the snap of a finger, you're the most important thing on earth and his queen will be treated that way by everyone. That's extremely important. Not, not to say, I mean. Did you just say, yes. That's it, that's it. No, there. Woman of words right there. There there are women who choose not to, they'd rather be single. Yeah, right. And choose not to have a man at all. 100%. You're not not speaking to those people. No, I'm not. No, I'm speaking to people that are married or going to get married. Yes. That's all. I'm not doing that. Yes. Do you? I just wanted to make that clear. But I'm saying, if you're in a relationship and you're about to get married, whatever, I'm telling you. I recommend both those things. Show your initiative and make sure you become, and, and again, Jordan Peterson said it best. It's one of the best pieces of advice I've ever heard in my life. Uh, it, it shocked me when I heard it. Men and women too, really kind of, but, but men especially, they need to be monsters but know how to control it because if your family needs you to be a monster, you need to be the kind of man that can be one because nothing's going to let them down more than a passive coward. It's that you will be, you, you're going to be seen one day. It's going to show. And I think it's a problem. I think we're in a society today. I think we're in a, a time today where we have a cowardice men problem all, all, all around. Okay, these long pauses. I don't know what you're, I don't know what you're thinking. I don't know if I'm in trouble or what. But. No, you're not in trouble. No, I, I agree. I mean, I don't. I don't feel like it's anybody like necessarily that we associate with. I, no, I, no, I, know, I didn't. I know it's a. I know. No, I didn't say that at all. I know, I know. I know. I know it's an issue. It's not something that I see on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Well, so. To say you don't see it on a daily basis, obviously, uh, obvious, what? Uh, obviously, it's not that we're, you know, closed off in this little circle, but it, yeah. to your point, what you said was, it's not nothing that people in our circle have had trouble with. Right. But, I, I, I mean, I've sat in public before mm-hmm. and watched a husband and wife talk to each other, and I... You know, I have this in my office. It it says, you know, two two uh, you know, two items I want to remember daily, you know, and live by. And one, it's if you want respect, you have to earn it. Agreed. Number two, when you find yourself alone in times of trouble, look inside you and above you because there's nothing he can't heal. And so I want to li- I want every day to remember that. I want people to respect me. Well, I've got to give people respect. I, it's not, not just going to give it to you. It's not, you know, you deserve. No, deserve is a, is a you've got to show you deserve it. And I see couples sometimes we've seen not, again, not friends we have right now, 
But we've seen couples sit in places with us Mm -hmm. and just say some of the most unbelievably vile things to each other. And it's like, if my wife ever said that to me in public, like, I'm not, you know, I hit her and all that. I'm not doing that, but I would leave her. I can't. I mean, there, there some things you can't take back. I mean, there are things people do, and, that, and it's going to sound crazy. You know, people, since the dawn of time, uh, people make mistakes. They have affairs. They And, and they truly, repent. they make mistakes. But, man, things I've heard women say to men and then men say to their wives that, guys, you can't take that back. Like that, that that's gonna stick. That would stick with me forever. Cl- I'd never get rid of it. Clearly, not a real respect there. Yeah, it's a. Um, obviously, we've we've heard it, but uh, but it's it's interesting. I was telling uh, William today about. Uh, I was like, yeah, I forgot to tell Mary. She's gonna be my guest tonight. We've been trying to do it, <laughs> but we're in a, a restaurant here in town today. This is how it came up. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting here, and then two tables down, there's a husband and wife, and. He was off. I mean, we heard he was off work today. Okay. Now, I don't know the dynamic. So, yeah. Don't know the dynamic. Don't know if he's had problems with it. Don't know if they've encountered stuff like this before. It's it's irrelevant. But you're in public. Mm -hmm. And those things are relevant. So, I understand you have an issue with them. But you can't let everyone in the restaurant know. Having that conversation with him... Is is okay, but Privately. be right. But being so belligerent and loud that she was taking his pants off of him, basically, and the look on his face was sheer defeat. Now, again, I don't, you know, but even if he had an alcohol problem, even if he had a, mm-hmm. do you agree with doing that? No, not publicly. You don't. You don't do that publicly. Not even publicly. I don't think in the company of your own like friend's house or car or condo or trip or anywhere. We've we've had two such couples we have. that we have yeah. traveled with that have made things very uncomfortable for us. It's difficult, yeah. Um, when they start yeah. arguing and and saying things to each other that you do not want to hear. No, no, not at all, man. And seriously, like. Uh, it's not even funny. Like I, I'm not even good with making a joke about it because it's it's things that, yeah. as a husband, I cringe ever thinking my wife would say those, or even think those things about me. Neither one of those two couples are still married. Yeah. Well, that that speaks. Yeah. Uh, yeah that that speaks volumes right there. But it was just simply he was going to order a beer, and to me, again, yeah. don't know. Right. I'm just guessing this. It didn't sound like it was an alcohol issue. It didn't sound like this was an alcoholic and he didn't need it. Because I would think I would have heard her say that, you know. But again, not trained to judge. But it was it was more of a of a you know like this day is supposed to be about me. You know, uh almost like William was saying, he was like, it more sounds like she's saying, I want to sit here and drink. Like, why are you, you know, like, what, uh, what are we, yeah. but, but acting like that, like it, it, she was just. Was it her birthday? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, it, it just sounded like she was a, she was just an unhappy, unpleasant, miserable person. 
like the look on her face just screamed that, you know, I know, speaking of, but uh, it just screamed it. And, and I hate a term. I hate when people say they're going to unpack something. I tone that shit out. I, there's nothing else I want to listen yeah. to. I do not want to hear anything you have to say if you're going to use that phrase. Okay, don't. But they have a lot. It seems like they have a lot of stuff that they need to discuss. Privately. Y- yes, yes. Um, have we ever, do you ever remember a time mm-hmm. where you ever said something in public loud or something that you were like, oh, I shouldn't have said that? That makes me think for some reason that you do, but I can't. No. Uh, <laughs> just the way you. Uh, I, I don't. I really don't no? think I have. No, I just mean I, I, I'm really more like I don't think we have either. Like you refresh my memory. I honestly do not think we have ever, ever gotten into a very unpleasant altercation in public that made people go okay this is fixing to get out of hand if or something we, it's never happened if we did have any kind of argument in public in public which we we probably have it just was kept between us though oh it no wasn't, right, right. that's what i'm saying the whole that's what i'm getting at it, r- whole... nobody they may have hey you know they seem a little off like yeah, they're or maybe they're not speaking right, right but this it moment but it was it which it, is better than Thank you. Telling everybody your business. Mm-hmm. With not speaking at a yeah. function that you're both at, yeah. not speaking to each other is way better than sitting down and start talking about manhood and your lack of. And like yeah. that, that's just it, it, um, it's just things like you you can't unsay those things. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, the whole room does not need to know you haven't had sex in six months. No, no, like it, it's definitely something that y'all need to discuss. <laughs> I get it. Clearly. I get it. But this may not be the time to do that. Um, So uh, another problem I have Mm -hmm. is, and so I ask you, I said to you earlier, I was talking about something, and I said, I feel like your your opinion's flawed because I feel that you truly feel the same way, but as my wife, part of me also kind of wonders, like, is she just picking her battles and agree with me to agree with me, but but I don't think you would do that. But I really, I think if you disagree with me on something, you'd say, I don't see it that way. But an issue I have noticed, mm-hmm. it seems to be that people that have not extremely strong marriages, I didn't say they're, stay with me here. People that, they love each other, they're together, and maybe they're going to stay together, of course, but but that have rocky, very uh, um, unpleasant at times on a regular basis things. Mm-hmm. I've always noticed there are couples that can not do something without involving alcohol. It shocks oh, it's, me. It's, oh, it's like definitely a what? problem for a little, yeah. Okay, so it's not just me. Of, no, no, no. I, yeah. Like, I've I literally mm-hmm. almost thought to myself, I, I should privately mm-hmm. start kind of, and I'm not joking, kind of doing my own study on it. And just never tell anybody, just take a notebook and just, you know, not write names down, but, you know, but just say, 
like, you know, couple A, couple B, couple C, you know, and just, you know, uh, uh, it, I mean, like even people I work with sometimes will talk about, you know, we went out uh, and we having a drink and then this. And then two weeks later, well, we were doing this and then we got into an argument. You know, where y'all at? Well, we were having a few. There's kind of a common denominator yeah. there, guys. Yeah. You know, why the, don't you just cut that out? Can't see the pattern going on there. There's a, there's a, um, there seems to be this, this, like, why do you have to have alcohol to do something? Like, oh, if you're going to do something, why can't you, why is it, why? Why is it got to be alcohol? Maybe, maybe if they're only associating with people that drink, they think that's the only way to have fun and enjoy themselves is to drink too. I don't know. I didn't you know. know what you were going to say because you had it look well, in the face know, like I thought you were going to go, well, because cocaine's expensive. You no, know, because well, no, you've heard, you've heard people say, you know, it's, di- it's, it's no fun to be the sober one in a, in a room full of drunks. You right. Know, and you're, yeah. See, and I totally disagree. I don't mean, I, don't, you know. I totally disagree. So I, I like being the sober. Number one, here's a crass statement I'm going to make. All right. So just let me get it out there. Number one, when I do get to go be alone with my lady, I'm going to last longer. <laughs> I'm going to be way more into things. I'm not going to have any sort of chemical but issue. But remember, these, these couples that are arguing haven't had sex in six months anyway and they're while they're drinking. Uh, right, right. And, telling everybody, right, and right. telling everybody about it. So yeah. it doesn't matter to yeah. them. But, but, yeah, like, I like to be the sober person because, obviously, y- you know this. Uh, I mean, neither one of us drink regular at all. No. Um, but if you go, hey, I want to drink tonight. I want to have a couple drinks. Every if you do that, I'm always no problem. I got. I ain't gonna have nothing. Like I'll my, be the DD. Like, like whatever my birthday. Day. Like, yeah. I'm just picking <laughs> you about my birthday because you drink on my birthday instead of me. I did. Why did I do that? You, I, you just started doing it. I don't know. Oh hell. Oh yeah, we were at the. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were in the dogs. You're right. Yeah. You're right. No, but um. Okay, but I mean, but I wasn't. You ended up on your knees in the parking lot, but you. But you. Yeah. Were, that's just because you were laughing. I was I, like, I, yeah, I was, guys, don't make. I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> drunk. I'm just, I'm just playing. I did have three. I did, no, but I, I stopped. I think it was more than no, so, no, ma'am. It was three. I'm telling you, I remember. They were really strong. Yeah. They were. But but I stopped. Was our daughter mixing them? I can't remember. She served them. I don't know if she mixed them. Yeah. But I stopped because I thought to myself, if I have another, I'm I'm 100% sure not going to be able to drive home. And I'll know when I go to leave if I should or not. But it was two hours later before we left. So it was, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm good to go. No, I'm just like, I really, um, because of my migraines, um, alcohol is a really It, it can be a trigger. It's weird how some days it doesn't trigger. bother your uh, migraines yeah. at all. And then some days a half of one can do. It's weird. Uh, yeah. I just kind of try to avoid it. So I, I have been, I have drank way less in the last year since mm-hmm. I've had more serious migraine issues than. So I can honestly say, uh, which I have no problem admitting anything. It was just, I'm an open book. There was a time when I could get off work and this is no exaggeration. I could get off work. And every single day, drink six to 12 beers. Every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. And I mean, I don't mean for a week. I meant for several years. Yeah. Um, so, was I a functioning alcoholic? I, I, I don't know. I'm not saying I wasn't an alcoholic. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm, I'm, I'm not one to, I wasn't this, I was. 
uh, obviously. I think if you feel like you had to have it every on. day. Well, I, well yeah, I, I would, but know. I can't remember. Like, and some people are like, well, you obviously had to have it every day because you were doing it. I don't know. So I'll, I'll, I'll go on a limb and say, okay, let's say I was a functioning alcoholic. I, I don't know. I can't put a finger on what happened or what moment where I took my sober pill. Like, I don't know where it went to. Yeah, I'm not doing this no more. But I honestly, when I think back, I... I I'm just wondering if you're going to say the same thing I am. I don't, I, well, I don't know. But that, I don't I'm know. That, I equate it to, I think it was because I saw another couple mm-hmm. and it was such a bad situation that I remember saying to myself like I number one I've never done that and I don't think I would ever do that but I know one way to make sure I don't it's just I gotta just I, maybe if I stop drinking maybe it'll help that may, maybe other people will take my lead that never happened never did but but I think I know what it was. So if you think you, uh, you can tell us, you ain't got to use names, but what, what, what do you think it was? No, I was going to say the exact same thing. I was thinking it was, um, yeah, a particular, a particular friend. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, I know what, yeah, we know that, but yeah, I, I don't, that, I, I didn't know if you remembered the day or the, the no, moment or the, something. No, not the specific I moment. I think I do remember just, that moment. It was probably just a, I mean, to me, I would think it would have been a more gradual thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. The more you became friends, and right, right, it it it, it seemed to me like I remember. I feel like just had time machine go back, but I think I do remember where it was and what happened. And and I and I said, yeah, I, uh, maybe if I stop, maybe he will. Maybe I, I, I we'll do it together or something because it's so bad that he's he's fixing to get in trouble. Like yeah. bad, bad, bad trouble. So I don't know though, but, uh, but it, it's that one never of, happened. Yeah, right. Uh, it's one of those situations where it does though, and I mean genuinely it concerns me because I, I think alcohol, obviously, with what things are going on in our society, I hate to say this, alcohol is kind of the least of the worries right now. But I do think it's still such a cr- now. First, you do you. You're an adult. I'm not. You know, but. I just think it affects, it says something when you feel like, not even speaking to alcoholism, but it says something when you feel like, uh, what are you going to do this weekend? Oh, let's go, so we're going to drink, get drunk. Like, if that's the, the thought, does it say something about you two together? Does it say something about being together? Can you not be happy with each other without it? Can oh, you? I, I, I fully believe that's the case in a lot of people. It's me, I, you you think so? Yeah, I've got names running through my head. <laughs> okay, so and I'm one that that I don't know. I, yeah. I I'm I'm perfectly fine cuddling on the couch and completely. Yeah. I, I mean, I, honestly, I cannot remember the last time I was tipsy. I I I'm not, I honestly can't. I, 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 oh yeah, we don't. No. I bet I had honestly this year alone. This year, I probably have had six drinks. All year. And I had three one night each birthday. I'm just not a big, I don't just, I feel. It generally makes me sleepy and then potentially gives me a migraine. But then there was yeah, that. Well, no, there are times. There was it, that one time. It, there are times it, it, it takes you a different direction. I've seen it. 
I've seen it. I've seen it. Last year. Yeah. The, yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe, you can't. Maybe, do, you can't. maybe that was that my means. defining moment when I got. I, I, I had all, too many drinks that one time in last year. That one time. Last year. I don't. Oh, when I was in the bathroom. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I've. I do. Tucked away in the cloud. Have a photo. <laughs> remember. Yes, I remember very vividly. Uh, yeah. So be nice. Or it'll wind it up a, on the that Instagram. Was a, that was the one time in my whole life. But I waited till I was 45. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, it, it'll wind up on the snap gram if no, you don't watch don't, out. Yeah, you better watch out. No, I wouldn't do that. Uh, but to to, to that point, though. I, oh, go ahead. I, go ahead. No. Can you go back to number two on your list of the thing hanging in your office? You're going to laugh at me. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. Read, uh, read uh, the first line. Or what, what does the first line say? When you find yourself alone in times of trouble. Isn't that like a Beatles line? Nope. What, how does well, it, how well does you're the thinking of Hey Jude. Yeah, how's it go? Um, I'm no, no, Hey Jude, let it be. I'm sorry. Uh, um, when I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me. Yeah. Now, let me tell you exactly you, what that is. When you started reading that line, I was waiting for Mother Mary to come out of your yeah. mouth. I'm not even lying. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what that line is, okay? All right. Um, Are you going to start singing it? No, because I'm not. No, but like, uh, that, like that one time. Listen, there's a uh, there's a song, uh, by Ben Rector called Hank. Yes. And he wrote it for his sister's son, so his nephew, before he had children. Before Ben had mm-hmm. children. And he wrote this song, and the last verse. He says that, and I think it's one of the most beautifully written said things. Like it just, I think we could all, we could all take that and apply it to our life every day and remember it. But it, you know, when you find yourself alone in times of trouble, look inside you and above you. There's nothing he can't heal. And I just think that it's just like, it's as simply and perfectly and beautifully sad as it, it no can way. be. Yeah, no, I love the line, but just, just Ben Rector's a hell of a just, songwriter. Just know that when you started reading, I was you just were picturing Mother Mary. Mother Mary. So, uh, so all right. So this will be a part, a part of the 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 show where people are like, I can't believe they're saying this. So, all right. There's this this draw this 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 thing where you know girlfriends wives you know whatever they'll say during passionate moments and stuff as as a erotic state you know they'll use the phrase daddy like they'll 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 refer to their you know now some people uh, no some people are do with that okay that's irrelevant we're not gonna get into that but like I literally don't have a thought or opinion on that, right? But when you take a man saying to his wife, you know, "Mommy," like it's like, why is that so much weirder? Like the daddy, the, I, really? It's not. I don't it, see that as it, weird, but the other of, one's weird. It's a bit of a double standard, like some other things that like, we well, don't have to well, discuss. Wait, wait a sec. We don't have to. I think it's okay to say that. There are some women, and I don't think there's anything wrong with this, such as my wife, that understands the quote unquote, you know, the draw and eroticism and the and the turn on with 
two very attractive women, you know, together. But there's, <laughs> sorry to any gay dudes out there, like, we love y'all, but for us, it's like, God, no. What we mean dub double standards, though, is like, like uh, you know, if I ever got lucky enough one day and got married to go, all right, look, we'll bring Kate Winslet in bed with us. We're going to do it. Like, oh, my God, I'd be so excited, right? But if afterwards she said, now, I need you to, you know, call up, you know, Chris Pratt or Leonardo DiCaprio. And you know, and I'm so, it's like, automatically it's like, uh-uh, this is weird. We're way too old for Leo. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying that. Uh, We're like his age. Yeah, right. But I'm just saying it's a double standard. But I think even for you, you've said before. Yeah, that's a weird thought, whereas the other, it can be, that could be an erotic thought, beautiful, you know, all those, you know, things. Kate won't return his phone calls. Yeah, so I've got, that. I've got, you know, and I hit her up on InstaTweet, too. Yeah, well, that's probably why you never got her. Yeah, probably so. If you're on InstaTweet. But, uh, <laughs> get back. So, all right, so back to the relationship thing real quick. Sorry, we all over the place. Yeah. Let me ask you. Just made a big old mess I here. know, I know. Let me ask you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that advice of pick your battles. Yeah. I do. I, I, and I mean this. I think that's a, that, that's such an underrated piece of advice too. Uh, because truly, when I think back to times that we were here at home doing something, working on something, uh, I, I'm extremely guilty of, of very guilty of like this little small thing that like, I, well, I'm even worried about how that happened. Just and and then it does turn in. It it just takes you down other wormholes and stuff. And you're like, this is why I shouldn't even why this didn't. Uh, so I agree with that 100. percent I didn't realize, you know, how how um, uh, how great that piece of advice was until obviously now that we've been married a while, I realized like that's a very smart thing for couples to do. And also with all these, um, again, mostly younger people that have anxiety mm-hmm. and that's their go-to for everything well I've, I've i've got all this anxiety yeah we got in this argument it, it, and like every little bitty nitpicky thing that they get upset about just builds and builds and builds to their anxiety mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they're just a mess and they they're like completely they can't handle anything they've collapsed on the floor they don't know what to do and I don't understand that over either all these tiny little things but they just made that- such a big deal out of all of them that now so there are now people, they don't know how to handle anything. There are people, obviously, a preacher of the choir, you know this, and people listen know this. There are people out there that truly have, truly, truly have crippling anxiety. Of course, yes. I mean, whether it's a, it, it's it, a real it, thing, yeah, it's a real thing, <laughs> a projectile, <laughs> and it doesn't have to be. It doesn't necessarily have to be from war or from abuse or whatever. It can just be a chemical imbalance in somebody and they don't even know why i've got a good friend that sat on this podcast and talked about his when he richard when he talked about when it kind of first came to as a teenager and he was so freaked out like what is wrong with me and he could and it's like nothing happened that would make it like why is this happening to me but he's like it just never went away and just you know and he talked about what he does to combat it Right, he's that's pro- how you do he's it. He's proactive yes. in combating it. Yeah. Right. Now, yes. again, we're look, we are not making light of anybody that, but but no, but so not. many people mm-hmm. immediately 
go right to I can't I like they, they before the clock starts they just they feel this little bit of uncomfortable I give up I'm done I'm done and there's no there's no talking to them like you you can't they've made up their mind there's no reasoning there's no yeah yeah and it's like it, it, some things I hear people say. It's not anxiety, guys. That's just life. Was that was a bad say, day. Yeah. That's what I, that is. That we had bad say, days. Yes. I, th- I think we are getting to a point um, where, like you said, there's so many people that truly do have it, but now there's mm-hmm. so many people that say they do that you don't really know. It's hard to distinguish sometimes who does and who don't, and, and you it makes you question sometimes, you know, is, is this your excuse for everything? Do you really have a right. problem? Like what? Yeah, so I'm one that, trust me, I, I, I get shit over things I say. Normally, I normally, if I say something and I get hateful comments back toward it, it's right. I know it's right because it's never, well, no, let me tell you why I don't think that's correct. Yeah. No, that's exactly what yeah. it is. Like I've, I've, had, I've had plenty of things happen to me personally. Oh, and people, uh, and people, absolutely. And people will say, you know, how, how did you do this? Or how did you handle it? Or how did you, you get through this? Or even even us. It's not even just a me thing. It's a, a lot of it was um, related to the both of us, of course. The loss and this and that. Right. And, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I could be, a, I could have so many times been, mm-hmm. like, locked myself in the bedroom and it's like, I'm just going to stay in here and, and, and let my anxiety grow and build, and I'm, I'm just going to not face anybody. And I'm right, gonna, right. I'm just going to. This is I, how I'm going to handle the situation. Yeah, like, be, that know. doesn't pay the bills. And, and I know you're, you know, a work. You know, no, it's not about, my, it doesn't pay the bills. It doesn't continue relationships. It doesn't foster a, a, a good parenting. It doesn't, right, it doesn't make you a good spot. Like, this yeah, is bad. I had a family to take care of and to do what, you know. Yeah, and that doesn't mean that you set your emotional well-being aside. That doesn't mean that. But we talk, I, I think. Christian, but sometimes I we think all have to. Chris, Christian, I think we kind of touched on that recently about things, you know, kids remembering this and that. I was mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, all these things happened to your dad and I, you know, the whole time you were growing up. But mm-hmm. Do you, you when remember you, right, meltdowns? When you, when you look back on your childhood, what do you remember? Mm-hmm. Going to Disney World and, mm-hmm. and doing this and doing that and mm-hmm. going to the park and you remember the pod yeah you, you remember you know home. there was never that and that's such a good point we didn't melt down shut down stay in our bedroom for three days while she no, almost no. while she stayed in dirty and, and I'm not kidding yeah. it happens yeah. and it's well I've got anxiety you know and it and again I know it's real with people but I also this is what I think I'll get shit over which means I'm on to something that it screws the people that really have it because it's become a fad. People yes, like a good to, way to put say it. it. I, do, I do think it has become a fad, yes. People just like to say, they hear other people say it, and so it makes them seem just so uh, interesting and different. And, 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 and it's a problem when something that other people really deal with becomes a fad to some other things we seem to be doing something similar like that with another thing going on in society today because there's real gender dysphoria out there i truly believe that yes and and, and this is not a joke this is not a joke when i say this i truly 
will do anything to help a man or woman that truly has this issue of I, I, I don't know where I belong and I it, that clinically has got this issue. Like I, 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 I pray for you. I you, know, you might not be into God. That's your thing. I don't have to say anything about that. That's fine. I can pray for you privately. I'll, I could be there for you. I can. Uh, you, do you need somebody? To, you need somebody to yell at about something at work. I don't care. I'll do it. I'll do it. Don't involve kids. Don't because well I'm doing this. I can tell kids it's okay for them to do. It. Don't do that. No. Don't do that. I've said this time and time and time and time again. But all people hear, all people want to hear, is oh well, he he doesn't like trans people. That's the most ridiculously ludicrous thing ever. But I don't like trans people that go into locker rooms of the opposite sex and show their penis either. Okay, not, but I don't like straight. Girls. I don't like straight people that do that. No, no. Yeah, that, so it's that, not about that recent story that you spoke of. It would have been no different if if he was a straight male. I mean, it would. Well, see, the problem is, is I do believe he. If it, so, that's an interesting point. And maybe he really is. How do you? I mean, right. I, I think it's an interesting point. So I want you to, because when you said that, it immediately hit me like she's right, and here was my first thought on it. So say with me, uh, trans woman, which means biological dude, is in the locker room. Yes. And takes the article literally said takes her penis. I mean his penis. I mean her penis out. But no. So he takes his penis out in front of two or three teenage girls because he's in the girls' locker room. Yeah. All right, all right. So that's wrong. Well, forget what the verdict was, but I'm gonna say it anyway. The judge acquitted him because his fat rolls covered the genitals. Therefore, he couldn't have flashed anyone. Okay, so that that's a bit okay. So let's just say that judge needs to be removed and and, uh, and yeah, take it out of the equation, right? Straight guy in the girls' locker room, but stop right there. End of discussion. It doesn't matter about their fat. It doesn't matter. Nobody's okay with a dude going in the girls' locker room. No, if we say not, straight, not then you're not. Teenage daughter, so especially. how how. How does one person's skewed reality then make it okay? That's my point is I would want to beat the hell out of the guy that walked in the girl's locker room, fat or not, you know. But it's the same thing. But just because this person. Fat or not, I, trans or not. That, yeah, right. That, that, that's, and that, I understand the gender just like those, those handful yeah. of people out there have it, you know. Yeah. But those handful of people aren't going into those locker rooms. They're not doing things like that. So there's the difference. And I've never been more convinced ever over something so dangerous being a fad. I truly do. I mean, you look in Hollywood, get on Twitter and just just start looking down through celebrities. Every other celebrity has a kid that's trans. Or that it, come on, man. Come on. No, there's no way that's the case. It's just the in thing to do. You get so much attention. So much attention from people that just just buy into your skewed version of reality. And it's very scary because we have grandchildren. 
And 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 what what's going to happen is something like that's going to happen, and I'm going to react a certain way, and then that's all everybody's going to talk about is, can you believe he acted like that? Nobody's going to talk about what got me there. And, and, and that's a, that's a problem. You know, if a dad of one of those girls waits outside of that, uh, YMCA and rears back and breaks his jaw and knocks his teeth out, I guarantee you, guarantee you, he goes to jail, he's found guilty and he serves a little bit of time for it. Guarantee. But we're, we're just. So just because I don't know, like you said, I don't, I don't understand this judge's ruling at all because the the intent was there. He intended to be naked in front of teenage girls. But anyway, uh, there you go. Like so, that was uh, yeah, yeah. right. Like you can be arrested just for intent. Hey y'all, I, uh, I, I don't. That's kind of what attempted murder is. Like I was gonna kill her, but I couldn't. So you let me go? No, that ain't the way it works. Yeah. So. Is he allowed to return to that YMCA? You know, is he allowed I to go back in that locker room? Um, I haven't looked. I haven't l- looked at that, and I don't remember a... it being part of the story. But YMCA seems to be getting in this situation because there was a grandmother. You're talking like early 70s at a YMCA in uh, Washington, the Washington State. Mm-hmm. She is changing, and as she's standing there, she sees uh, two, what, what she uh, said, 11, 12-year-old girls. And then she saw like what looks to be probably a 15, 16 year old girl. Yeah. And she said, I'm standing there and there's a trans woman, biological dude. And she said, I'm standing there looking at him and he is just fixated on him watching, just staring. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't care that he's trans. But is he? Right. And why are you? That's not reality. I understand that you're real. That's not biological reality. You don't need to be in that locker room. You don't need to be in there. I think you have a, a penis. That's the big thing that people don't understand. So when she complained, you're going to get to a point where how do, how do you know who's how, telling the truth? How, that how do it's you back know? to that. It that's what I'm saying. It's right back to that anxiety thing. It's the same thing. We don't. We can't separate. We're, we're truly. I remember at one time, you know, gender is. Con- I hate that phrase too. Gender is a social concept. Oh, well, now I'm seeing daily people going. Well, sex is it real? It can be. Any- Wait a minute. So it was gender a little while. Now, now, now sex isn't real at all. I mean, this is just insane. Right, right. Just make the rules up when, 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 when somebody, and I'll say it, I don't care. When somebody like myself factually just takes people's pants off, we change the rules. Yeah. So then I got to do it again, again, again. But I think why, it's okay. It's, it's okay for trans people to say that this and this and this that is happening in your community is not okay. Yeah, 100%. I have no problem doing that about uh, what uh, a straight white female. I, you if a I straight white female is acting like an asshole. You think I don't have any problem with any straight white female? I would, you know, that. What if she went in the uh, boys' bathroom and exposed herself? Uh, that's not okay with me. Not I'm, at all. Zero problem calling her out on that. Not at all. You that's, need to be you need to be ridiculed yeah. and made to to right. uh, have consequences right. for it. Right. And, and and so, it, but but I thought it was so interesting. And I know people, somebody gonna get mad. The connection between this anxiety and PTSD, the fad that people are making it, and this. And I'm telling you, I have been on Twitter. I've been, I've just went, I just looked and looked. I follow some celebrities just for this reason. And every one of their, I'm telling you, when I say every, that's bad, would be, 
I'm willing to say 90% of these celebrities, kids, have anxiety, PTSD, are gay or trans. Like, it's like, guys, the, the, there's no way that's real. Like, the, the numbers does not work out. But it's such a fad. People are getting money. Dylan Mulvaney's getting rich off making a mockery out of being, you're a woman. No, he's never had a child. He, you know, he's never uh, uh, went through labor, had a child, only to watch that child stop breathing. He's never been pregnant 10 times and miscarried. Uh, those are things we've this stuff we've experienced uh, so you're making a mockery out of being a woman all you're saying is women are nothing but the makeup and the clothes they wear and that's the most yeah, ridiculous it's very superficial that's why I have a problem with this movement I've got two granddaughters they're way more than that they're way more than that they're not that and people will straight white men don't need to have an opinion on it. As long as I'm breathing and I have a daughter and a wife and two granddaughters, I will continue making sure my opinion's heard because not only is my opinion heard, but it's factually correct. You cannot argue it. So people can try all they want. Like literally, I am literally sitting here at 47 years old with a podcast that I started because we wanted, I just wanted to vent and get stuff off my chest, literally today, have had somebody reach out to Apple to get me taken off because it's hate propaganda. I don't. Think you can't they make actually, this shit up, I man. I don't think they actually really listened to it, or if they did, they really yeah, didn't it, hear. They even if you listened, you 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 didn't hear. No, you didn't no, hear, no. Hear you All you it. hear is is something anti-trans. Yeah. Or or didn't somebody say you were anti-gay? You who have married gay couples. That's right. Funny. I bet they right. don't know that. No, right. Right. No. Yeah. But that's okay because they don't know you. Don't I've know. married gay, lesbian, tra- you know. Yeah. I call myself a Christian. Right. Okay. I know what the Bible says. So I love when people try to. Well, see, the, he wasn't really saying that. <laughs> that's not the way it works. I know what it says, but that's not my place. Right. That's not my place to preach to anybody what God says they need to do or not do. No, that ain't my role. So, if you're gay, I don't care. You love each other and you're good to each other. Man, I want to see two people be in love. You do you. You need me to marry you? I will I'll be honored to do it. I don't care. Do not care. But, we don't need a month-long Pride Month. It's getting ridiculously out of hand. I don't give a shit that my bank is woke and they support crane operators' rights. I don't care. I want them to have my money. I don't give a shit. what they. I don't care what they do privately. I, I don't care. I want them to have my money, give good interest rates, etc. The grocery stores, I don't like to see a Pride flag. If I'm gay, I don't need to see that. I want good sales, quality food, blah blah blah. Kind of just, just I'd good service. They lower their prices. Just good service. That's all I need. 
But everything is so, and, and it's something we talked about earlier. Uh, June is men's uh, men's overall health month, and it, it's it, you know, which includes mental health, right. right? Did you ever remember a point in your life hearing anything about that other than me telling you that? No. You never seen a commercial. Mm-hmm. Never seen a, a company go. Uh, uh, you know, a community. Yeah. Hey, uh, everyone in the community, or, or even, or what's wrong with this? What's wrong with saying, ladies, the man in your life, this month, talk to him, make sure he's okay, tell him how great he is. Sort of, what's wrong with that? But nobody would do it because somebody's going to go, oh, oh, you, know, you want us to check on? So, I mean, that's what would happen. That's what would happen. Like you. What would be wrong with that? But nobody talks about it. So I want to do, I'm, I'm going to do a 20, I don't know how I say it, but like I want to do a 24 hour, I keep saying that, I'm going to do a 24 hour uh, at Rotown Radio live on the Outlaw Country station. I'm going to play like three or four, or I'll have three or four songs an hour played. But the, so basically 40 minutes of every hour, I'm going to be like I'm on the podcast and I'm going to uh, dedicate it to stories of men that have fought and lost battles with depression and then fought and won battles with depression. That's right. what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I think it's something that needs to be discussed. Everybody battles with stuff. I know that. I, I got it. I, but sometimes... Men need their families to show them or say to them, we are so proud at, at you working as hard as you do. Like, that's just going to go that's such a long way. Right. But nobody has time to do that. Nobody has time to do that in June because every single thing, every streaming service is going to have a section of Pride Month. You know, I guarantee you there's not one. There will not be one streaming service that has a section like, um, you know, uh, for the fantastic men in your life that do it all for you, you know, section. It's not, it's not going to happen. No way. And I almost feel like, watch, I'm really going to piss somebody off here. I almost feel like nobody in this country is oppressed. Nobody. I don't want to hear it. But today, I tell you what, straight white Christian men cannot say anything right. It doesn't matter what we say, it's wrong. Like, I woke up one day and realized I was a problem. I didn't know I was a problem. I didn't know that I was what's wrong with the system. I, I didn't know that. Did you know that? I had no idea. Yeah, so in case you didn't know it, you said you didn't know it. Now you do. I'm what's wrong with the hierarchy and the patriarchy and the and all those fir- terms. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the reason it happened. Aren't so there, I didn't know. Aren't there a lot of other um, groups and hate groups and, and people out there that are more of a problem or actually or actually the problem i should say no we're not gonna talk about those no Mm -mm. people who mind their business and go to work and pay their taxes and 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 take care of their families and help people in the community and don't post about it and talk about it they just get out they want to see people happy strangers black white green purple gay you know i don't go up and go hey i want to help you but look i need to know are you trans are you the right we don't do that we just help people right that's what we're supposed to do. But, um, but yeah, we're not going to talk about that. It ain't a big deal. It, it, it is crazy, though, uh, where, where we are. I, I, having grandchildren, 
Man, it's I tell people that, and it's not fair. I think sometimes to say that because some people can't help that they don't have children, or that you know that's not. But I'm willing to say that things when you don't have children, things that you think you know you stand for, and this that, and the other, ninety times out of a hundred are the total opposite when you see those children raising up and you're watching them go out to school and in society and do, you're like, oh, all of a sudden, lens. it's a whole different lens. Shit. You, yes, you it see is. And if not all of them, some people just, and I'm, that's why I said not, you know, 90%, yeah. but 90% all of a sudden start seeing things a little bit different. Yeah. And that's for me, you know, definitely, I was sort of, we had talked about this not long ago. I don't really know where I was for years. I, we we never really discussed things, we politics and voting. We didn't. You and I didn't talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. We just, you know. And I can't remember. Oh, I, I do remember what it was. It was uh, 2014, right? Okay. When that man came down that escalator. The whole world went to shit, and everybody got so mad about everything. I remember, I'll say this, it's not, you know, I remember a relative of yours, after the election, posting this big, long thing on Facebook, what do I tell my kids tomorrow, and what do I, like, what do you, you tell them? There were several posts like that. You tell them that we live in a uh, constitutional republic, and we have elections, and this is sometimes the outcome of elections are you know, not the way we always want them, but that's the beauty of our system, but which again, is a constitutional republic, not a democracy. But and we don't crumple onto the floor. No, you don't. Just as you, I you, said before, and we're going to get up. You do not. You do not. Our lives. Well said. You do not stand there in front of your kids and go, "I hate this man. I hope somebody kills him." And that's what you want your children to see. Weak. I mean, like. You talk about the President of the United States that way. Now, we all know that I'm a huge, huge fan of President Biden. We all know it. But I don't I don't gloat about it. You know, I don't I don't make him out to be a king, you know, in front of my grandchildren, you know. I don't do that. I'm lying. Thank goodness for small right, right, right. But but I don't I don't stand there in front of them and say, We better off he died. Somebody needs no. to take his No. 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 Because I don't wish that on anyone. Uh, he is a human being. Uh, and and I agree with him politically. I think he's destroying our nation in many ways. But he's still a dad, a granddad, a husband. He still has people that love him. And to get up there and start saying vile things about him would be ridiculously disgusting. But I watched people do it. Watched people do it. and And I think it was the first time that I was almost forced to have an opinion. Yeah. You know, because people are in your face. So what do you do? You know, and, and most of the time you're just like, man, it ain't nobody's business. But it, it got it to where you... used to not you, be. That's right. You used to not talk about these kind of things. Thank you. Or and it talk got, about showing your age. Yes. Ooh, back it, in my day. It, but it got to where if you just said that, that wasn't good enough for people. No. You know, you have to say you're you anti... Have to, the, you have to pick a side right. out of everything. So it's like, first off, I don't have to pick a side. And, and I think... I don't care what anybody says. I think we all pick a side. We may not say it, but that's that's life. We pick sides. Sports teams, this, this food over that food. You 
you know what you would rather. You just may not talk about it. Right, but, but people are forcing forcing yeah, the issue now. When people getting in my face and and and, and saying, yeah, well, well, if we're gonna be friends, you're not like. Uh, so it kind of got to a point where I was like, okay, you really want to know how I feel. I feel like you're all a bunch. That you're, you're. This is the largest group of titty babies I've ever seen in my life. That's what I'm thinking right now. The screaming and the ah, would he? We got a lot and of great memes out of that though. Even the people on TikTok today, like I watched one the other day when Ruth uh, uh, Justice Ruth, Ruth Ginsburg passed away. Yes. This woman, it just it's recorded. She's driving. Are you kidding me? Ah, ah. I mean, she, yeah. who did somebody really choose? To have sex with that on a regular basis, like, I need to check on whoever that is. Because this woman's not well. Like, come on, man. It's just, if that's what your life revolves around, it revolves around who's in the White House and who's sitting on the Supreme Court because I want my abortions. There are people that want that to be a constitutional right. Like, because that's all life revolves around. It's insane to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't. I don't know where we are. That's a hill all down. So you know. No, you know I know. Oh, hundred percent. I know that. I know. I know how you feel about that. Not, and, and you know, I'm gonna stand. I'm always standing right there with you. That's my hill. Um. So, all in all, twenty six years of marriage. Um. Of course, you got no choice to to say yes. I guess really, but can you? Honestly, if somebody looked you in the eye and said, yeah, lie detector test hooked up right now, yeah. 26 years, are you happy and are you still in love with him? Like, you could honestly, 100% say, absolutely, without a doubt. Well, of course. If you go hang my light above my fantasy. Yeah. If somebody asked me that, hmm, I'd have to think for a minute, kind of yeah. about. <laughs> I, I Do you have a light that needs to be hung? All right. I, am, I, I tell you this regularly, and you know I do, that I fall... In love, I, there's a different reason for me to fall in love with you every day until you crunch the ice. And then I'm like, shit. You know, You're I just almost, a very loud cruncher. I you had know to that. stop myself from doing it. Oh, right. oh I right, don't? Right now on this microphone because this has good ice in this cup and I really want to eat it. Well, you sound like like a bunch of drywall screws in a blender. It's very to, odd. I need to take some iron. That's what I need to do. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I would say... Um, I would say that thank God for uh, forgiveness and grace and free will because uh, God giving us those things makes us, you know, want to be forgiving people and we want to see people do better, et cetera. And I've been blessed enough to have a, a, a wife that, you know, has has just stuck by me through thick and thin. And we don't have to get into the restaurant and failure and you're this, I, that. You know, I know, I know. But, but still, it's a very... Uh, there, there are stories out there of people that you know, leave their spouse, you know, because of business is failing and this that, and I just couldn't imagine uh, that low of a feeling, you know, somebody just completely just moving away from you because, you know, of something like that. But I'm blessed. I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to worry about that feeling. And um, I think the the uh, somebody asked me not long ago what the what the best thing about me was they're like what's the best thing about you mm -hmm. and i wasted zero time and i said my wife well, that is she is the best thing about I me love that. 
content. Yeah, like it's not. It, 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 I mean, okay, yeah, I like that. I'm a hard work. All those things. Yeah, if, if you if you want if you wanted me to be selfish, like selfish, or but I never waited. I said, my wife, best thing about me. So, I, I think when when you're in a marriage, and this was is something I would say, when you're in a marriage, it's for better or worse. But if you want to be strong and you want that marriage to be strong, whatever it is you feel like you have to do to be spiritual together, whether it be God or you both sit down and meditate, uh, seriously, over Zen music or stuff, like, fine, but do it together. Do Find that spiritual ground together. Um, it is unbelievably special. We have a mutual we have a friend a guy and i'm not gonna say his name right now because i don't know if he wants me to out it but uh he has i don't say fault so that's not fair he has been on the fence Mm -hmm. for quite some time about you know faith and god and you know and he even came to the restaurant one day and was like let me talk to you about something and you know because i'm not going to throw my beliefs on anybody and if you ask me, I'll tell you and share with you. But, but anyway, he asked me, and I talked. We talked for an hour, maybe even longer. And um, recently, he just said to me, "He's like, I, I, I've really got to tell you. I got to, you got, I got to get caught up with you." And I was like, "What?" Yeah. And he's like, "Some church and God stuff." And I was like, "Whoa! Oh my God!" I mean, I would have got with him anyway. I don't care. I would have got together with him, of course. But but when he said that, it just kind of made my heart, you know. And so we we sat and talked recently. And man, I'm just. Uh, That's awesome. It's a. Um, I think you can share your faith and things. You don't have to throw it on people. You don't have to. Uh, but before we go, real quick, I want to say I was talking to Jay last night. He was the guest, you know, and. He said, yeah, we, you talk about protest at school. And he's like, you know, they, they do have protests. This protest. He said, but you got this group. And he said, it's a bunch of older white people. And they hold up these signs. And it's like, if you play video games, you're going to hell. Oh. If you hold another man, if you're a man, hold another man's hand, you're going to hell. You're doing that. I can't say that I despise these people because that's not what God. Yeah. But I said, I want to next time they're there. Mm-hmm. I want to go. I want to go. How is this? How this is not so for everybody? When you see people like that, that's not the Christian that I want to be. I'm never going to do that. Never going to. Yeah. I, I don't ever even have talked to you about God if you don't want me to. Now, don't try to stop me from praying if I'm standing there praying. Don't be disruptive. Don't be a butthead. Like all that stuff. I, but you know, fine. But, but man. This judging and just in your face with that finger, you know, if you watch this, you're going to hell and you're going to burn in a lake of fire. Blah, blah. This, I'd like to know if it was the same group that we encountered uh, so do I. on the food truck that night. So do I, because, man, I, I don't like that. We like, were going to hell for serving food. Man, you know, just be just be cool. Just be kind to people. Yeah. It's easy. You know, if someone wants to talk to you about faith, then talk to them. Don't try to open their mouth and force feed them. If, if they're that convicted about those kind of things, that's not the way to try to convince anybody not at all. To, to think like them. Not that's at not, all. That's not how that works. So that goes with everything. But I, I am uh, very happy for him, uh, our friend that uh, he's experiencing. And he's, he's, going awesome. on, he, he's going on his first retreat. Oh. He's never been. Wow. Uh, so I really am going to be the last thing I said before I go. He could tell you this true story. 
all I, I didn't tell him anything, mm-hmm. obviously, because that would be, right. that would be horrible of yes, me to do. It would. I just said, Richard, just know this. After the retreat's over, everything's over, it's done, etc. I said, oh, I just said his name, shit. Love you, Richard. <laughs> Sorry. I said, just know this. You didn't see my face. No, I didn't. I was, I said, just know that I gave my wife a hug. And there's not a day, and I mean this, there's not a single day of my life that goes by that I do not think of or go back to you, me hugging you and you pushing me, not pushing, but but you kind of just like, it just kind of, you, you leaned out of it for a second and you, your face, I've never seen that look on your face up till that moment. Never seen that. And you said, Kev, that was the most life-affirming hug I've ever had. Like, and, and, and when I was telling him, I got choked up, and I was like, that's what we need to strive to be as men. Now, I don't, if, you, if you get that way through meditation, if you get that way over uh, talking to a tire, I mean, seriously, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying it's got to be my way. Whatever. We need to get that way for the women in our life. We need them to feel, when we embrace them, them feel loved. I mean this. They need to feel loved. They need to feel that they're physically sexy to the man that is standing there. They need to feel led uh, by, by spirituality. They need to feel that, that they're safe. They need to feel that they're queens they're the queen to this man like i just truly believe that they need to feel that in an embrace that's a very good way to make sure your marriage is going to work because if a woman feels that way that's pretty powerful stuff she's invested in you and you're doing the right things and then vice versa you know oh oh uh, 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah but uh you know, I don't mind openly saying we have a cowardice men problem in society right now, and it's only going to get worse. So I'm afraid. Anyway, um, hey, uh, love you. Love you a lot. Uh, and we can, uh, it's 7.58, so wow. shoot. We haven't had dinner. Uh, we ain't had dinner, and uh, I could literally say to my guests without getting sued that, uh, you know, oh, it'd be funny, you know, if we got over here and I saw each other naked. And, I, like, I don't have to be... I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. flashy right now. I'm vile. To, I, I'm more than just a piece of meat, Mary. I'm a person with feelings. No, I'm not. It's okay. You can do that if you have to. Ten um, more minutes. Yeah. All right. So, uh, anyway, I love you and I'm um, happy every day of my life to be married to you. And although Thanks. neither one of us are perfect... Absolutely we are perfect not. together. Damn, I'm on the one-liners tonight, man. Yeah. Damn. So, uh, it was my me yesterday. I got to. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, yesterday was my day. It was your day, girl. Girl, I won't talk about it. <laughs> uh, all right. I love you, honey. Thank you I so much you. for sitting in with me. It makes me feel better sometimes when you and I can sit here and just remind each other how important the things we do are. It, it's so important, and I just hope other people will truly listen to it and go, hey, yeah. Um, 
We've been together a long time. Like we we should be goals to a lot of young couples. And I, I do believe that there are different love languages too, and everybody doesn't have the same one. Oh no, we have we have different one. Hundred percent. That's saying. Hold on a second. What uh, I'm trying to think. What I would say your love language is. Wait, let me think. So, I feel like it is. Am I saying like quality time? Yeah, okay, that, okay. That would be one. All right, what would you say mine is? Words of affirmation. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yep. You, you just, we see, we know each other. Yep. I hope so. Yeah, but I don't, what I don't like, I don't like when you said, when I said quality time, and you said, that's one, hold up, hold up. Well, no. Hold up. I, don't good, don't do this shit to me, no, tell you, me, well, I've really had three. You can have more than one. But that, well, I know, but that, that gets. That's definitely my first one. That gets there, confusing. I mean, there's, there's a second, and maybe you don't have a second, I have a second. Uh, what are they again? So, oh, so quality time, words of affirmation. A physical touch, which, physical would, touch. which would be second for me. Oh, I, and I would have said that. I knew, I knew that. Yeah. What are the other ones? <laughs> we still good. Uh, the gift. Let me. So, quality time, words of affirmation. Um. Hmm. Oh, right, here we go. Got it. Sorry, you're quicker than me. Words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, acts of service, okay. receiving gifts. Yes, receiving gifts, yeah. Zero doubt I would have got it that, would, that yeah. your, your two were what you said. My two, number one, the words of affirmation are right. So. I would say gifts for the second one. See, I, I think acts of service. No doubt. 100%, I'm, I know. But you like to give acts of service. So uh, that doesn't. Uh, yes, I do. But I that doesn't mean I. It's receiving. Yeah, the, right. I'm 100%. That would be my second. There, one of the greatest things that I get from you. Mm-hmm. Um, there is nothing quite like the feeling of me be sitting here in the dude's den. Because you do know I'm a very busy person. Like I work a lot. Right. And I try to do it while y'all are asleep so I can be with you when you're not, you know. And I'll be in here at 9 o'clock in the morning, and I've been up for five hours, which is no big deal. I, I don't get a gold star for it. but And you'll walk in with breakfast. Like, it oh, yeah. is such a, like, yeah. it's just the little things that make you go, see, she, she that's just her appreciating, you know, that. I'm giving her what she wants. She wants to feel like, you know, this person's, you know, into it with taking care of us and doing that, you know, and then, and then you, you're giving that back. So that is something that, that just, it's, it's genuinely like a, it's a turn on when you do it. Like it's very sexy. I guess for some reason, I don't know why. I guess I've never really, the access service is the one I haven't given a, a lot of thought to. And for some reason, like breakfast in bed was not a, or breakfast wherever you are right. was not a no acts of service are a big deal for me yeah. it's a big big deal like if i come home mm-hmm. and the the house is clean and this and and you go and not that our house is dirty i don't mean that you know that but i mean and 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 you were to walk up and go and go hey baby hey i got house clean blah 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 go sit down i'm bringing you but and i know there's women out there right now she ain't your fucking maid that's not how we in a traditional marriage do things. We don't look at it that way. She takes very good care of me. I take very good care of her. Nobody is nobody's maid, but 
I do have a traditional wife in the sense of she will fix my plate. I, I don't expect her to do that, but but she does it. She So I don't want to hear that, that, that you people saying that have no idea what you're talking about. But anyway, no, because you usually sweep them off the floors. Yeah, like I, I, I'm very right. I don't. I want to be, yeah, you know, not, right. So it doesn't mean I just sit on my ass while Cinder, Mary yeah, does everything. No, it's not a Cinderella situation. No, I mean, but yeah, you know, I, I know there are things that I can do and help with. Again, when I get up at three in the morning to spend my time with God, take a shower, and then come in here and start working, I sometimes go, you know what? Meelan dude or asleep she uh, you know the wife is in there resting let me take this moment while nobody's in on the floors to let me take a second do that let me you know, run the vacuum sweep and then mop and then she's gonna get up and go wow just because it's a great time to do it you don't have to fight pets and, and i'm telling you when you mop in our house it's a battle dude's chasing the mop he's chasing me he's chasing the mop he's trying to bite the vacuum you definitely cannot turn the vacuum on with Shit, well the robot he doesn't mind the robot when unless you pick it up and then he tries to eat it right it's a very strange the thing vacuum these, is yeah. a, is God. A so that's why sometimes i'm up that early and and i've got this down to an art i mean seriously it just takes like 30 minutes done i'm like i can give 30 minutes to help out i mean that you know so people that say that stuff are just, they don't, they don't, they just, okay, yeah, keep enjoying your feminist rants and you just do you. Uh, but anyway, but uh, acts of service, and it's, I mean, it's a percentile point below words of affirmation. It's right there. But um, I, it don't matter what it is, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to always try my best to do everything I can to, to make you happy and proud. Maybe I was saying receiving gifts because I like to buy them. Yeah. We both do. Oh, very of much course. so. Yeah. Very much so. so. All right. Love you. Um, love you. thank you so much. This was awesome. I'm I'm uh, again uh happy you're my wife and uh I'm gonna make sure I always remind you of that regularly. So and then also remind you regularly how lucky you are. I, we don't talk about it live, but I'll I'll remind you later. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. So uh guys, don't forget um uh tomorrow from Roadtown Radio Studio A on Outlaw Country Network, 6 to 8, we will be live. So, Roadtown Radio app, Outlaw Country Station, 6 to 8, unwavering toxic masculinity from Dude's Den is, will be live. And I've got a fun little game tomorrow. So, uh, we're going to do, I'm going to throw some rapid fire questions at Joel. And literally, if he can't answer fast enough, I'm going to go eh, and skip it and move on to the next one, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it, Does he know about this? Yet? No. no. Oh. But when you hear he the questions, now. when you hear the questions, you ought to be like, I got to hear this shit. I got to hear this. So, so anyway, don't forget that, okay? Thank you to our sponsor, RHDC, for all your crane trainees, all that good stuff. 318-330-9000. Again, 318-330-9000 or rhtcinc.com. rhtcinc.com. Till next time, in this room full of God, family, country, and this smoke show wife of 26 years. That's Mary, my guest tonight. I am Kevo. I'm your host, Unwavering Toxic Masculinity from the Dude's Den. See ya.